I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hi, welcome to the I Am Jen Wilson podcast. This is your host, Jen Wilson. And today I have visiting me in my house, which you know that I love, is Jenny from the Urban Retreat and the Academy. So the Urban Retreat is a retreat salon, which is out in Cumbernauld, just in the outskirts of Glasgow. And the Academy is her training school that she has within that, that helps train people up to be beauty therapists or do CPD, so continued professional development for lecturers and other um, people that are working within the beauty industry. So I was really excited and really keen to catch up with Jenny because I will be doing an event with them on the 5th of May in the Urban Retreat in the studio there. And it's going to be a wellness and mindfulness day all about looking after you. So we talk a little bit about that within our conversation. I will put the details of it into the show notes. So it's on the 5th of May 2019 at the Urban Retreat in Cumbernauld. So if you're not sure where that is, on in Glasgow, you've got the M8, which links onto the M80. And when you go onto the M80, it's only maybe 15, 20 minutes along the motorway. So it's super easy to get to, really easy, fast connection down the motorway, and then you're just off the motorway on the other side. So really, it's not that far away. And it's nice to get out of the city, out to a different space just to learn. So check that out and see if you can come along and join us on that day. So check out the podcast, let us know what you think, and I will speak to you on the other side. So welcome along to the I Am Jen Wilson podcast. I am Jen Wilson, and today I have Jennifer Story with me. Jennifer, do you prefer Jennifer, Jen, or Jenny? Jenny. You're a Jenny. Yeah. I'm a Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many abbreviations for your yeah. name. It's just always like, right, what do you prefer? So I've got Jenny along with me. So Jenny, I met through the Glasgow Girls Club. So if you remember, we've had Laura on from there, Charlotte on, Kat on. We've had quite a few of the other Glasgow Girls yes, Club yeah. um, members on chatting and telling us a little bit about their business and about their lives and sharing some of their wisdom that they have in the world. <laughs> no pressure. <I> know. <laughs> so why don't you tell the listeners who you are and what it is that you do? Okay, so my name is Jenny, as Jen already said, mm-hmm. and I have a business partner called Kate, who was supposed to be here today, but is caught up in another meeting at the moment, so I nipped off and left her to the boring meeting and I came to the fun <laughs> one. Um, so we have a salon and a training academy. The salon was mine. I've had it for 12 years. Um, it was just mobile business, sitting around my family life, my kids, Kate was actually a client of mine. Um, she seen me go through my uni degree doing my teaching. I went back when my kids went to school, yeah. uh, did my teaching degree and basically went on a wee. She was a model for me in one of my training days because I like to keep my hand in on all the new treatments. Yeah. And during that training session, she said, why are you not doing this and making use of your degree? Um and I had actually looked at the premises we have now the night before, and that's how the academy was created off yeah. the back of it. So the universe was um, pushing was everything, together. pushing yeah. everything together. Yeah. So it was just funny how it all fell into place. Kate and I have always had a great relationship. Yeah. 
she's purely corporate management side she deals with all the stuff that I hate and I deal with all the stuff that she's not into so yeah. it's great I do perfect partnership yeah. definitely I'm purely education and beauty and help obviously running of the staff she's running of the staff and then all the kind of books and legislation and all that kind of, kind of the other side yeah. of it <laughs> so, all the stuff that I really don't like to dip into so yeah. we really complement each other um, the salon's growing from strength to strength. We have 14 staff all together now. Um, the academy we're really pushing on just now and yeah. focusing on. Um, the academy is basically what brought us together. So the the salon side was the nice wee added bonus and that's um, sailing along lovely just now. Yeah. So the academy itself... Um, the ethos behind it was I've been on too many of these courses that are take your money as a business, quick fix course, give you a certificate regardless if you meet criteria and yeah. are good or not and see you out the door, no follow-ups. Um, I have a real passion for the industry and wanted to create an academy where um, you had a proper certification, your actual bit of paper meant something. So yeah. the accreditation, we've got all the decent accreditations behind us. We have SQA, we have SIPTAC, ABT, Beauty Guild. These are all really recognised qualifications. In the beauty industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here and beauty. Um, and with the follow-ups as well, we are still, like, our very first student that came to us a year ago is still in touch and yeah. we're still helping her with her business. So we have that nice wee relationship with our students as well. So you're not just teaching people how to do nails or how to do the latest facial or whatever it is. You're doing that, but then you're also helping them develop and grow their business yeah, as well. So yeah. it's not just... A proper follow-on procedure. Um, numbers in. No, no. Yeah. So we've got kind of three different clients as such we have um the students or lecturers who are coming for cpd which is continuous professional development yeah we have the salon owners wanting to add to their new treatment list so all the upcoming treatments and we have the new starts who are maybe change of career we have a lot of nurses actually coming and changing yeah. career into beauty they're wanting to um, leave nursing so um it's more the latter end, the, the new career people that we really help from start to finish because the other ones have already got the fundamentals in place. Yeah. So, um, which is nice. It's lovely seeing them grow. There's one in particular, Norma, that's just doing amazing just now. And it's so nice to see over her social media and how she's grown. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the basis of it the all. <laughs> so what got you into the beauty industry? Um... I was never great academically at school. Um, I probably just didn't apply myself. I, I bored me the academic side. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was very um, hands-on, practical. Yeah. Loved arts and crafts, and um, my dad's very artistic. I kind of took that from his side of the family. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that schools have massively came forward now. I don't know about the schools out in Glasgow, but definitely in Cumbernauld, they're more vocational training now. They have beauty and hair elements within yeah, their yeah. schools. They had nothing like that. So um, 
I did I exceeded in like arts and home economics and all those kind of subjects. Whereas when I was at school, though, that was the classes that you went and did if you weren't very bright. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> what you were known as, as when you. Yeah, absolutely. Because you've now got like I'm forty, so there's a whole I know a whole of people that have no idea how to cook. Like yeah. they can't even boil pasta. Yeah, because they didn't learn that skill at school because they were too academic and exactly. were discouraged yeah. from doing any kind of because it was known as skill level yeah. Yeah. if you weren't good at that then just go into those classes and pass your time yeah. kind of thing yeah. so take you out of trouble yeah absolutely <laughs> so I did I mean I left school with decent qualifications I was all kind of general credit class yep. which were good um, but it was definitely more of a um arty kind of route that I was wanting to go down and Eventually, it kind of came between fashion design and or beauty. And I was only 16. I left, went to College Commerce to do the beauty and I just kind of fell from there. And my passion grew within time and I was always wanting to know the latest trends and training the most recent thing. And again, we were talking before this about holistic views. I was always very interested in how holistically you could treat yourself without medication into your system. And so... It all just grew from there and I'm still learning 20 years down the line. <laughs> there's always new things coming yeah. out and um, more recently we've actually just introduced mesotherapy, which is um, injections, but it's vitamin, minerals, growth factors. Okay. Um, again, recently I've just been educated via a group called the Carissa Group and it's all about different um, products so pharma grade products and cosmic grade products this isn't something that i was fully aware of that right. cosmic grade is all your brands that you're really high-end brands that you hear quite often about have 30 percent worth of bacteria in their products right. and 70 percent worth of pure um, ingredient of the purest form whereas pharma grade products are 99 percent pure so we're re- Currently swapping everything over to pharma grade. Yeah, because I was going to say, is that bacteria? Is that good bacteria or bad bacteria? It's bad bacteria. <laughs> bad bacteria. Yeah, but the FDA approve it because you can have a certain element of that in your products before yeah. it becomes deemed that you can't market it. And it's technically not food, so although it goes on your skin and absorbs into your body, you're not eating it. Yes, exactly. So all of the rules yeah. are going to be different yeah. from what goes on the skin to what goes on uh, into the body. It's been a real kind of food for thought lately, to be honest with you. And what I've been using for years, thinking it's the best brands, and it's actually not been. It's not been. So, would the, like, I've heard recently stuff about um, estrogen mimicking stuff that's within cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Does that fall under that? It had a certain element of it, yeah. Yeah. And it's all your kind of silicone and um, sulfates and. parabens and stuff like that that fall into the bracket of there's just a lot of nasties and well there's I mean it's very small um, elements of it but when you're putting all these wee small elements together yes and to a product it's, it's not very nice that you're putting yeah. on your skin but you do have the 70% of really nice but you just think what's the point and cancel it's kind of cancelling the goodness out when you're yeah. using that and especially when people these days wear makeup like if you wear makeup, you wear it every single day, yeah. and you're wearing it all day, every day. Yeah. And then if you're using the cleansers and they've got that exactly. in it, and the body yeah. lotion and it's oh, got that yeah. in it, it's adding up. It's a build yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I had somebody on in before Pamela who was talking, who's a hormone coach. Yeah. And she was talking about how young girls now are going into their 
getting periods much much younger yeah. and it's because they're wearing makeup from a much younger Young age. age so having this sort of underlying knowledge of mm-hmm. what is actually in the products that you're putting on your skin especially if you're putting it on your kid's skin exactly like being much more aware of it so if somebody was looking for any products do you would you ask them to come to see you so that you can check out your skin yeah give them some definitely advice? i mean we're still currently learning because there's a lot more involved yeah. than what we initially thought so we're still going through that learning process with that but absolutely we have a skin specialist within the salon part and obviously we're all kind of trained to the highest levels as well to go over um but it's just giving the right advice and educating our clients yeah. and their students and what really will be more beneficial for your future clients or uh, within the salon, your clients yeah. as well, yeah. And can your skincare, spe- sorry, did you call them a skincare specialist? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So can she like look at things like acne and potential skin cancers and dermatitis and stuff like that? Or would that be we, a dermatologist? To be honest with you, you we're not GPs, so we're, we're, yep. we shouldn't be diagnosing anything. Yeah. But we have seen a lot of things that we know instantly what it is yes but we can't panic that person we need we can't be liable to say that it's skin cancer and then put them on there has been moments that even just during a simple massage that if you've got that client repeating their custom you're feeling a lump that wasn't there before yeah you just need to say it could be nothing could be a cyst could be anything but you're better getting it checked out off the doctor but generally when you've got that relationship with someone you can actually gauge quite quickly yeah was and down the reflexology route as well actually we have a therapist who had a repeat client and her liver was popping up through her feet yeah and the, the client didn't have a clue what she was talking about she ended up going for a routine check and she had quite something quite damaging in her liver going on so um she actually phoned up quite excited even though she was going through this horrible <laughs> process to say you were right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this actually works so <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's a lot of different elements down the beauty route, holistic and non-holistic, that yeah. you can gauge into. And again, when it comes to the school, not everybody wants to go down the holistic route. There are people that want to go down more clinical routes. So, yes, you can go down the clinical route like mesotherapy, but we want to offer the best possible products to use in the face so it's not got the nasties in it yeah. and educate our students as well on what's best to use. Yeah. What's your favourite kind of treatment to do for somebody? Oh, I'm varying into my nails, to be honest with you. I'm quite, I like, love the nail art. I like seeing um, a processing stage. I like seeing the outcome, the end result. So I'm very into doing nails at the moment. But unfortunately, due to the nature of the size of the business, I'm only in the actual salon part two days a week now. Yeah. So... But um, I still have a real passion for treating clients in the actual industry as well as the teaching element. Yeah. But being pulled in all different directions <laughs> just now, it's not possible to be in the salon. Your clients must be like chomping at the bit to get booked in if uh, you're limited yeah, only two days a week. Time, yeah. <laughs> just fortunate the girls are all fantastic that work in yeah. there. So they are kind of going over to other therapists now. So at the start, they were they weren't as keen to break but, free. Yeah, yeah, and I get that you build up a relationship with someone, yes. so. It's not just about what you're getting done, it's about the person you're seeing and a lot of people see us as kind of counsellors at times as well, where we hear a lot and um, just a wee friendly ear for someone to listen to, non-judgmental of the situation that they're going through. So, yeah. yeah, I find that as well when clients come to me for like 
come to class or like they come for Pilates or yoga or one to one or for a massage or something and they tell you all this stuff and then they go, I don't know why I told you that. Uh, but they're just feeling like, comfortable. It's fine, it's yeah. a safe space. You can yeah. say whatever, you're not being judged here and it will not be repeated. No, which is not. really important to yeah, so yeah. many people because they're like, I'm going to tell you this, but make sure you don't tell it. Like, I don't know when to do your name. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I do, for like people will tell me things and then I'll forget about it yeah. until I see them again or and they mention yeah. it. And I'm like, oh yeah, they've told me this before and it comes back, but it's not like they walk out the door and I'm straight on the phone. So no, guess what? <laughs> because that And you it. see that many people that do that and offload to you as well. Yeah. So you do get to that stage, you're kind of like, oh, I can't remember. Oh, actually, now that you see it, it's coming yeah, back. It's it's so, back. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. So when it comes to the academy side of your business and what and the stuff that you get to deliver watch the is the nails still your favorite thing on the academy side no no um i'm recently we are recently adapting our award to education which i've got a real passion for now because i've recently like past few years i've became an educator myself so i've still got a real passion for it again i'm still learning myself but um we did our award to education course but we're recently adapting it to an awarding body called SIBTAC and it just means that it's a more recognised qualification. It means that it's worldwide. If someone wants to travel, yeah. they can teach abroad with this certification as well. So we just thought it was a better fit for us. So currently, um, when you're an educator, you get a syllabus to go yeah. over. So um, I'm creating that pack just now and we're doing our launch for that in May. And we also do a semi-permanent makeup um training that Stacey, our in-house um, micropigmentation therapist, does. Um, so we're currently creating that pack as well, which is really exciting because as far as we're aware, we'll be the only ones in Scotland um, given an actual accredited micropigmentation course. Amazing. So it's all about how we can shine out and be different than everybody else, yeah. along with our ethos being in place and giving that correct qualification we're not ones about quick fix it is like any other place of education that you need to meet criteria we're not just a business that will take your money will not pass you if you don't meet criteria and don't put the work in like everybody else so you start off on a fair level playing ground and you've got your support there it's whether or not they take it so within the beauty industry obviously you're applying things to people's skin you're performing treatments yeah. on people that can have an impact on their life and people Absolutely. just sometimes go oh it's just makeup or it's just nail polish or it's just yeah. but there's loads of other things that you need to be aware of and you need to consider when you're doing any kind of treatments yeah. to protect the client exactly yeah. yeah and having that um again the fundamentals in place so all their packs takes you through it's like a story i start beginning and end yeah. it's like meeting your client who um you engage it with them um, to doing the procedure, to giving them the knowledge of what's happening to them, to their aftercare, to their follow-ups after it, so they know how to treat after they leave us, and yeah. they've got that ongoing support with their clients. Yeah. As it's trying to make us stand out from other training venues that perhaps don't have that follow-up support. So would people be able to come to you as an alternative to going to college mm-hmm. if for whatever reason they didn't get into a college place or yeah so colleges just now especially beauty are really struggling mm-hmm. because it used to be when i went to college it was a three-year course and it's now went up to a four-year course okay. 
when I went to college, it was Monday to Friday. Yeah. It's now a full-time co- courses class is two and a half days a week. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's been extended. So you're finding people are going to more private institutes because they don't want to do four years at college when they yeah. can do it quicker themselves and they'll pay for it. So yeah. you'll find um, the attainments actually dropping in colleges and it's getting higher in private yeah, institutes. Yeah. So it's just for people to do their research on the establishment that they're going to. I mean, it doesn't, obviously I'm here promoting us, but it doesn't <laughs> have to be. Just make sure you're doing your homework, where you're going, what products are they using, where are they um, given a kit with their course. If they're not given a kit, can they provide decent details, ethical details on where they'll get the kit from? I know somewhere quite reputable that actually... I went on a course one, once and I didn't do my research before and she told me to get my stuff off eBay, which was very worrying. Yeah. And a girl in the course, I realised, didn't have the correct pre-requirements to be on that course as well, which I found worrying as well. And yeah. a bit of an insult to the people that were on the course who had put the hard work in yeah. to gain that extra qualification. So it's just all about balance and getting it right for people and Get, they're warranted their certification at the end of it, they've worked towards it, their hard work's paid off. Yeah. Do you have, like, within the beauty industry, regulatory bodies? Yeah, so Habia is our awarding body for hair and beauty, so they're like a governing body. Yeah. Um, they're at the top of the scale, and then under that is like your SQA, so we're an SQA academy, so that's your Scottish Qualification Authority, yeah. your VTCT, your City and Guilds, they're all proper college qualifications yes. that you would work your way through units and then underneath them again it's like your beauty guild your subtac your abt um, these are all recognized accreditations and then if you actually look on someone's certificate and they only have an insurance company on it it means they're not accredited okay they've just paid for insurance which okay. means you may not get insurance off the back of that because they're not don't have the credit. Credit. So somebody could set themselves up as a beauty therapist or... Thinking they have this because of this certificate and yep. they don't have the credit requirements. So somebody's thinking about doing a qualification, make sure it's accredited to one of these government yes, bodies absolutely. and it's not just a bit of Sally down the road that's decided to set up a training school yeah. and is giving you a bit of paper with yeah, absolutely. whoever Sally is, the main thing on it, <laughs> saying, yeah, you're kind of a nail technician or you're now a wax therapist. Exactly. I think there's too many people like this in the industry, which again kind of gets in my goat a wee bit because yes. I put so much hard work into my own career and getting to where I am and so is so many other people. And then there's loads of people thinking it's a quick fix and quick money making. And then their clients then come to us to get their nails repaired because they've had a botched job or whatever and you just think it could be more regulated. There's yeah. such a grey area just now under the habit and they are trying to get control of it but it's such a big um, authority, the hair and beauty, that yeah. it's hard to get control of. So this has been years that they've been trying to make it stripped of regulations. Yeah. 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 It's interesting because the, the fitness industry hasn't regulated right. either right. and I've all, I did my HND at college and then went on to do my degree and I've added loads of other stuff on. I've actually did my TQFE as right, well. I went yeah, to Stirling University yeah. and did my teaching qualification and there's other people that are going out and going on to like, oh, what's that, the Groupon and oh, getting, no. getting a personal training award for £29 that they can do in two hours it's nuts, to give them a certificate it? and I you're know. just like... 
What? I know. I know. It's just a total insult. It's crazy because, like, people that work in fitness, we can potentially do a lot of damage to somebody. Yeah, definitely. Like, if we tell them the wrong thing or teach them the wrong thing, the wrong say movement and, wrong and posture, hair and beauty, if you poison somebody or yeah. burn their skin or burn their hair off or something yeah, like that, exactly. that has an impact on that person's life. So going to somebody who's not fully qualified and does their own, because I don't know, um, like in the fitness industry, there's nobody checking that anybody's doing CPD. So I know people that have done courses 20, 30 years ago and have never, never been on another yeah. workshop or course and they're still teaching the same shit that they were taught 30 years yeah. ago. It'll surprise like, you the amount of colleges that are supposed to do 40 hours CPD a year and don't. Yeah. So I think again the private institutes because they're trying to be more current and they're wanting to get the next trend out before IMDLs they're fine at the top of the game so again I would say as well do your research behind the centre and who's delivering these courses what qualifications do they have what experience in the industry have they had when was their last CPD people have they're allowed to ask these questions we've had many people come in and say when was your last course what did you do and I'll happily show them the certification because you need to be current you need to be on the top of your game you can ask the question in a way that isn't Offensive. <laughs> yeah, offensive in interrogation. Like, when was the last one? Yeah, whatever. It's just yeah. like you can ask it out of curiosity. Like, absolutely. What have you been learning about recently? Like, what's your, been your favourite course? When did you do it? Yeah. Like, ask it as a general conversation question rather than thinking I'm going into interrogating it. Before. Because I imagine that in your industry you get a consultation before a treatment, so you can go in and make sure that the person that's going to be doing that treatment on you is a person that you want to yeah. meet you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Quite a lot of the time in the salon side, it's all requested appointments. So, yep. I mean, there are clients that come in because they know all the girls are quite happy for anybody to do it. But, um, yeah, there is ones in particular that's like, oh, I only want Kerry or Siobhan or Jane to do my treatment. So, yeah, we'll put a wee kind of love heart beside that person. That's because they've built the relationship. But it's also because they've done their thorough consultation. They know that person inside out. They know pros and cons and what they can do and yeah. what they can't do. And again, it's been educated on people, medication. Things have massively came forward since I was at college. When I was at college, you couldn't treat MD with cancer. It was just an no no. Yeah. Now things have totally changed. We're actually currently looking into this year, hopefully doing a specific massage technique for cancer sufferers, but to train family members up for free, Amazing. just to offer that. So if say it was like palliative care and they did yep. something nice, for they've got that wee connection with their family yeah. as well. So uh, it's all it's about upskilling and trying to help out as well to a yep. certain element. We're all about, everybody's about making money for their business, but we're all about kind of helping people as well and it's not just it's finding that, that balance yeah. between the two or yeah. you want to be able to give back so that it doesn't just feel like you're just out to make the money yeah. but you have to make money to be able to, to stay yeah. <laughs> not just to live but to be able to stay there as yeah. a sustainable business because yeah. you said you have 14 employees if you're not getting people coming through the door paying you money you can't employ those people exactly and if you then have to close the doors that's not just impacting you and Kate no it's all those lives all those lives and all those lives that that impacts as well so it's got that ripple effect I think when it's small businesses people sometimes forget that yeah that 
it's not just a solo person that's looking to buy the fanciest cars and the fanciest no. houses. They're wanting to build something so that they can grow within their own community. That's it. And we've got a lovely wee team that we're so fond of, to yeah. know that way. And it, it is that whole panic if maybe because you are a new business and it's like, I don't want this to impact them in any way. Like, yeah. they work their hard, they work their socks off for us. They really care about the business. And yeah. we're so fortunate that all our reviews are instant... I love the atmosphere when I come in place and it is because they're so happy and we all got on really well and have a carry on. Makes and, a difference. Yeah. So how did you manage to find these people? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because there'll be people out there that are looking to employ people or yeah. have a team that are just not connecting or whatever. Yeah. How do you find that team to connect? In the very beginning, it was all about the circle of trust for us. Okay. So um, we're all about loyalty and who's going to like stay and for the long run and really want the place to survive and work. And yeah. so um, we have a couple of family members, we have a couple of friends working for us, and um, my now manager of the salon, Kerry, was actually a client of mine, and she was going through college when she was coming to me, and I kind of helped her out with her guiding in the right direction yeah. and I could just gauge the passion that she had in it or she was I kind of seen a wee bit of myself in her through that yes. way just wanting to know the next treatment and had a real passion for the industry and um, we've always had that wee connection and when we started off this place I was kind of always saying when I have my own place I'll bring you on and yeah. so I just kind of grew from there Jane um was work experience. We've had many people do work experience with us through the colleges because we've got that link with the colleges. Yep. Um, and we, again, we've just seen something in it. She's just a lovely girl and she loved the place and clients really took to her and she settled in really well to the team. And we do have a bit of a crazy team. So we do, we do have a bit of kind of, Friday's a bit of a mad day for us. Yep. And again, we, you need the right personality to fit in. And as much as it's a business, we're not about hard sale. We're not about what the fundamentals. Is your treatment good? Did you get the best out of that treatment? Yeah. Was your therapist one on one for the full treatment time with you? That's yeah. what's important to us, and that's what we convey to our students as well for them to build their business because yeah. that's why we have got such a big client base because the therapist and client time were not shove a face mask on and leave you for 40 minutes on the bed and get your money off you then yeah. it's hands-on the full time yeah, yeah. that makes, makes such a difference it really does it really does and the wee special touches such as a heated bed or a baby warmer there to warm up your massage oil yeah. and just simple wee things it's these wee tricks of the trade that we kind of pick up within time that we can pass on to other people um I mean, the other members of staff have been purely um, interview process. And again, it's whether they've got the right qualifications, whether they've got the right personality to fit with the team, because we don't want to um, um, to rock the boat within the team because we have got such lovely relationships in the place. And have you been fortunate so far to not have anybody that's rocked the boat? We've had a couple of people we've had to let go in the beginning, but that's always going to happen. Yeah. just wasn't the right fit and to be honest they kind of gauged that as well yeah. so I think people always can yeah, yeah. it's never fit within uh, especially if you've got a really good tight team yeah yeah if that person's the outsider they know it exactly yeah, yeah. and you don't want to ever um, they ever find you're an outsider yeah um, but 
outspoken. We've got like that kind of way that if anything's ever bothering anything, it's voiced, it's aired with, it's done, and we've moved and on move quite on. quickly. Because it's a team full of women, there's always going to be something along the way. Yeah, but somebody will say something that somebody doesn't like, whatever, yeah. and it is better just to air it out, have that conversation. It. And that's that's really like how a good family should operate, where yeah. you can say, not happy about that, let's talk about it, let's deal with it. And then move mm-hmm. on from it. Don't keep clinging on to it. So that yeah. six months later or six years later, yeah, you remember that time you said that to me? <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> and that's that. Maybe something you might find. That I didn't think it came out that way, or yeah. it's or just means it's something completely yeah, different. And yeah. we we have we have all got that lovely wee relationship with each other that we are. But yeah, there's some craziness to the place as well. Yeah. The girls love to talk about willies. I don't know why, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a Willie chat somewhere. <laughs> and who's the next pool going to be? Uh, so, okay, with the lift of spirits, so do yeah. we have a girl, Jennifer, who works in reception. And if you could bottle her, we'd be millionaires, honestly. <laughs> she's just so scatty but endearing, and she's just a wee ray of sunshine. She just yeah. brightens up her wee day. I think it's something in the name. Ah, well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like happy, happy go lucky, real fucking sunshine. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> oh. So, what has been the biggest obstacle that you've overcome so far? Um, we've found staff as much as we've got a great team. It can be really difficult time at times to manage because there's so many people. Um, time constraints for Kate and I. We are a terrible one for not delegating because we're control freaks. Yeah. And having a juggling act and never actually finishing anything. Yeah. So we're now trying to be more effective with our own time and mapping out our months to day by day to say, right, I'm not dealing with anything else bar what's in my wee marked out calendar for yeah. today. So um, I'd say the bit, we're our own worst enemies there yeah really we just um we're getting better at it we're not we're not completely there but we're definitely getting better at it it's yeah. a learning curve uh-huh. sure. yeah definitely and we're very alike that way that we're very controlling over our own areas and how we want things to be and yeah. the girls are more than capable of doing a lot of this stuff so we're gradually kind of giving out more control to other people and it's yeah. working really well so i think when it's your own business it is feed it out yeah and just see how it gauge how it goes that's all right let's let go of another bit (laughs) exactly yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's it's wearing six different hats each it's because there are only two of us and it's such a big premises and two different companies and two as much as they integrate into each other they're so different like education so you'll know yourself so different compared to actually doing it as a um therapist or a trainer one-on-one with a client so it's having all these different hats on it's difficult sometimes but we've got a real yin and yang thing going on with us we'll have like one person will have a quite a down day and the other one will be like come on like either put up the arse of a nice cuddle (laughs) or engaging in how the mood is and we're good at pulling each other out our kind of so and being able to just have that wee cushion of support there yeah, yeah. on each other absolutely I'd be lost about Kate I really would so yeah. we, we do we work really well with each other okay. 
So what is the dream for the business going forwards? Um, the dream is getting growing the salon more. So we've decided that we're going to take on some more staff because we're turning away clients at the moment. Um, we open kind of need enough 12 hours a day. We're going to increase our Tuesday because that's kind of shorter day at the moment. So yep. increase, the increase the times, um, increase staff for the salon side. The academy to really get ourselves established, get our name out there. Yep. Um, be known to be the people that actually give a shit. <laughs> so, um, tagline. <laughs> it's so true. It's like we're not just about making money. We really care about where you're going to end up. And don't get me wrong, we'll be testing students along the way, like there is everything else. So we've, we will come across that all the time. But at least we've got each other there for support. I really. Um, feel sorry for people that have their own business and don't have another person to follow back on because it's me you <laughs> <laughs> help you <laughs> I don't know what I can do but I'll help you <laughs> but I just I don't know how you do it honestly I take my hat off to you because we do really rely on each other just even just to have an event like sometimes when I was going through the Carissa training for the mesotherapy I was yeah out the office for the week and when I came back Kate was like oh my god I'm gonna have a meltdown on mystery and it was like we had a good wee vent to each other and she's yeah. like I feel so much better now and there's been days like that if she's away on holiday or I've got this build-up of anxiety and tension and then she yeah. comes home and I'm like oh I feel okay my wee comfort blanket's back <laughs> so yeah but in the future we'd love to replicate it yeah and um some more academies and perhaps countries, uh, yeah, UK, yeah, yeah, Europe. That's the that's the goal, but who knows if we'll get there. Hopefully, we will. Positive thinking, but yeah. I don't think we realised what we were taking on in the beginning. It was a real ah, this will all fall into place, <laughs> and now like reality sets in. It's yes. hard going. We've both got families. I've got an eleven year old and a seven year old, and a husband and. Yeah. Uh, Kate's got three kids as well they're kind of teenagers in the early 20s so it's that juggling between home life and work life and you're creating it for their futures as well but you don't want to miss out I'm fortunate enough that um, I did at a really good time that my kids are now at school and I've yeah. got a really good support network for the children as well so but you do have that mummy guilt at times as well so. <laughs> How do you deal with your mummy guilt? Um, have a good great. <laughs> uh, have a good great in um, the days that I do have actually now that I'm off every Saturday. I make sure it's a proper fun mummy kid day. With yeah. it. It's a proper family day, which I probably didn't do before. Uh -huh. So it's probably got better in that sense that we're having proper quality time because the time's so limited that... Yeah. You make the most of it. Make the most of it, yeah. And the kids are none the wiser, do you know? I come home and they're just like, hi, mum. <laughs> <laughs> I get a wee cuddle and that's that. So I think, again, you're your own worst enemy. You kind of beat yourself up that you're maybe not nine to five. And there's a lot of time Kate and I will work all hours of the day and go home and still work into the night. Yeah. So um, we need to be better at that as well. That's saying, right, no time out that's it it's time for the family time yeah and what do you do for you not a lot self-care not a lot and I should Kate's very good at exercising I'm rubbish at it 
so that's my goal this year okay. is to get back into. I love yoga. I yeah. love. Um, I'm not into high impact stuff that she's into. Yeah. But like I'm into like the nice kind of, which is good for both of us as well. Actually, yoga because both of our backs are gubbed. Kate more so. From she, leaning over. All yeah, the time. yeah. She's actually just had an operation last year, so she really needs to watch her back, and she's finding a struggle lately again yeah. with it. So. We need more self-care. But I actually won a competition through the Glasgow Girls Club and I'm nice. going for crystal therapy oh, on Thursday. Nice. So with another Jennifer. With another Jennifer, yes. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that actually to see what happens at the end of it. But yeah, we need definitely more self-care. We've got a salon there that's chock-a-block and we can never get an appointment for a quick wee massage. So we need to take more time. <laughs> you need more staff yeah, just to I know. To you. I know, I know. So... What about yourself? What do you do to take time out? I am really bad for watching Netflix. <laughs> oh, I love the housewives. That's my guilty pleasure. Oh, <laughs> I, I used terrible. to watch them when I had TV. Um, when I used to have a flatmate, we had TV and I used to have Sky TV. Um, and that was one of the housewives so of wherever. Oh, I know. Was, I, I love them all. I think Orange County was my, maybe my favourite. Yeah. Um, but when she moved out, I realised that I hadn't actually switched on the TV for more than four months. Really? Like, I'm not paying Sky any more money. No, I'm not paying my TV licence anymore. I don't even have a TV anymore. Yeah, it's my mum and dad. Um, so, yeah, I watch Netflix on my Kindle. I'll read a meditate. I practice yoga by myself. Good. I like, I've got an allotment just across the road from my house. Oh. And I go across there, my boyfriend. That's why I've got a greenhouse in my living room. Right. I just realised I hadn't um, explained why it's a greenhouse <laughs> in my living room. <laughs> the, the, the baby seeds are all um, starting to, to be cultivated now so that because right. you can't plant all the seeds straight into the, the ground across. Oh, right. Yes, okay. it's too cold. So you need some of them you need to create into plants before you actually put them over yeah. and outside. So we do that sort of January, February, March. And because it's still quite cold, it's going into April. And then once it gets a wee bit warmer, we'll put them across the road into the allotment okay. to get our veggies. See, I'd love that. Again, it's, that's all stuff I'd love to do, but you just feel like... My boyfriend does a lot of it. Yeah. I just sit back and say, I want this to be here. I want that to be there. <laughs> Delegate. <laughs> Delegate and I do the weeding because uh, I really like doing the weeding. Therapeutic. Yeah, it's yeah. just degrees to have... Playing with the soil and cleaning it out. Aye. Well, that'd be something nice to do with my kids, actually. Yeah. A patch out in the garden. Or... Yeah. It's good, especially for the kids to see how things grow. Like, I mean, I reopen that every morning to have a look. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe how much that's grown overnight. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so excited. Yeah, yeah. I imagine kids would be so Oh, they would, be. So they would be. And then to get vegetables at the end of it. Or and they'll eat it. At the end of it. And they persuade them, eat their greens. From start to finish. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh my god, and now you get to make a meal from it. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, do that. Definitely. I need to get more me time and start thinking what that will be. <laughs> yeah. You need to decide what you want it to look like so you can then start just slowly, the same as passing away the stuff, yeah. slowly try and drip feed it because when you try and do that whole huge big upheaval change yeah. in your life, it doesn't work. It causes too much chaos in your yeah. and then you go, no, I can't go with this, give me everything back the way it was. So it's just I'm terrible one for the time thing so it's like I spend so much time and work and that mummy guilt as well that's yeah. like that's another hour out of my kids time with me and, but again like they wouldn't know this for an extra hour it's me beating myself up about it so I definitely need more work life balance it'll get there it'll get there 
So you've got an event on Sunday the 5th of May, so this yep. podcast will go out this Monday coming. Brilliant, yep. 15th of April, I think that is, so three weeks on Sunday after this. Yep. This goes out, you've got an event at your academy, academy yep. on Sunday the 5th. Can you give us more details about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's now £25 per person. Yep. And it's a four-hour event. It's um, basically all about stress management, self-care. I should take note in it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you will be there participating. Yes, yes. So um, we have a stress management test to do at the very beginning of the day yep. to see where people's stress levels are. We're going over holistic routes and how to um, take care of yourself other than medication and stuff like that and how to de-stress. So we will be going over the benefits of aromatherapy, blending your own oils, um, how you can incorporate that into your day. Also the benefits of reflexology and um, you'll have money off voucher for reflexology within the salon. Um, we have Laurie, who's also a GGC member. Yeah, she's been on the podcast too. Well, she's coming out <laughs> to do <laughs> She'll be there to do a wee half hour intro of herself and her own business and how yeah. she can help um, people in different variations of ways. Um, yeah. And then we've got your lovely self finishing off the day with yoga and meditation. So it's a lovely wee finish to this the yeah. day. Um, a wee gift bag with, with everybody as well. So it's a proper health and mindfulness, well-being, self-care yeah. day. 25 quid a bargain. I know. Four hours. Yeah, exactly. Such a freaking good deal. <laughs> so how do people find out how to book? Um, if they come onto our academy page or Urban Retreat at the academy page, we have the Eventbrite um, link so you can purchase your ticket. Or you can just get in touch direct. Um, you can phone us on 01236 737270 and you can pay via phone. Yep. Um, there's various different elements. You can Instagram us, you can Facebook <laughs> us, any way you want. Stop us, however. Yes. Uh-huh. I'll put all the links to all of them, the Eventbrite, the phone number, your social media yeah. all the pages onto the show notes yeah that's brilliant that's looking at it I think you can only see the show notes on iTunes I'm not sure if you can see them on SoundCloud but I'll put them I'll get Kelly my amazing virtual assistant to make okay. sure that all that information is up there that's so up there that's great and get booked in for a treatment or booked in for the day or of course of course yes. do for the education courses can people use ILA it's, it's not called ILA it's ITA now. ITA now so currently um, last year when we went for the ITA because we were only um, very fresh you needed to have a year's worth of business behind you yeah. so we're just waiting on the application opening in again and because we have a SQA and everything behind us it shouldn't yeah. be a problem we work close hand in hand with Roots to Work and STS and stuff so we don't see it being an issue but um, we were initially told that the registration would be open in April but I phoned up yesterday and there's still none the wiser of when it'll be open so as soon as it's opened and we're registered we're hopeful that we will be an ITA centre. So that'll be the same for like us wanting to get our IT yeah yeah funding, funding. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely be, I imagine that they'll have you in place before they have yes. funding in place yes, for yes. so people, they've got so. a full list of centres on where you can train in yeah. and it's just like any other funding authority once the pot's finished it's finished and yeah, so you need to be in there quick, quick. So yeah checking it from now because it did say on their website April yeah and it used that. to be that it would be April it would be the providers in July for the students yeah 
but again when we phoned up yesterday there were none the wiser so I really yeah. don't know it's just a matter of ourselves keeping refreshing ourselves yeah. and um, we do have for larger courses our own um, funding schemes so okay. um, not funding anymore sorry it's more um, pay up process okay that's anything over a thousand pounds and anything under there's um, different various methods of discount so if you're a GGC member you actually get 20% off any of our courses yeah. T's and C's apply so um, ones like the SPMU you don't get the 20% off because actually a lot of that cost is their kit included yes. um, and group courses so a derma package course is discounted already because it's three courses in one okay. but um, majority of the other courses you can get your 20% off yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I am looking forward to the fifth I know. I can't wait. Have you? <laughs> I can't Just wait. To we're going to be there from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Get some yoga and meditation. That's it. Totally. So thank you so much for coming down to my house. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was great. It flew in. I know. It really did. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at IamJenWilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following IAM.JenWilson.